0: Thus spoke Saint Aaliyah of the Knife, the Reverend Mother must combine the seductive wiles of a courtesan with the untouchable majesty of a virgin goddess. Holding these attributes in tension so long that the powers of her youth endure, for when youth and beauty have gone, she will find that the place between, once occupied by tension, has become a wellspring of cunning and resourcefulness from Muad'Dib Family Commentaries by the Princess Erewha. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of I've Read Dune. Uh, yeah, I'm Rory Voy. I'm your host, and I've read Dune. And I'm, Oh, we're, uh, not, ex- we're not just... W- fine. Okay. No, I'm going to tell people what's happening. I'm explaining <laughs> the book page by page to my two illiterate friends, Andrew Davison. <laughs> Hello. And Austin Bridges. Cheers. I don't know my A's from my Z's. Guys, so... We've read the first two chapters of Dune. Well, Rory Rory still thinks they've got a...
1: Rory still just read them and we've been explained.
0: (laughs) We put really heavy finger quotes around red.
1: Right. And that also means you, the listener, as well. Because who's got time? Pat yourselves on the back. You know, you can do this while you're at work. And then you can tell your friends that you know what a Kwisatz Haderach is. And they'll just... Explode
0: (laughs) and Karen will walk over and she'll be like, What are you listening to while you do all them spreadsheets? And you could be like, I'm listening to two dudes learn about Dune from a third dude, and she will think you're the coolest. Two dudes learn about Dune's not a bad title, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah. Third chapter is the charm, uh, two dudes on a Dune. where are we at what are we what are we what are we doing we want to talk about what we've uh yeah you guys got any recollection about what happened in the first couple chapters
1: yeah yeah there was a mother talking about her special <laughs> boy and he was doing a cool test uh to find out how cool he was and he yeah, passed to the to and
0: into if he got into uh you God know, school the, the good school the the, the Jeho- Jehovah's Witness school of the he space-faring takes, Jedi witches he takes the Jedi version of the SATs yeah
1: right right and then we find out about the plump man uh who who has bad ideas <laughs> and he has a plan with his evil cousin it's a nephew and a nephew, nephew.
0: <laughs> yeah they're going to they're going to the assassinate cousin. is he <laughs> They're going to assassinate, uh, uh, the, the kid, uh, Paul. No, gonna, yeah. The dad. Oh, oh the dad. They're going to assassinate Lord Plato. Well, um, yeah. So the, the ultimate goal is to kill, uh, Duke Plato Atreides, but they do want to like see him. he They want him to witness his entire world crumble before him, before they right. eventually kill him. Which, you know, is a classic. Classic mustache twirly move. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a classic villain mistake. You know, the amount of times where they've tried to savor the kill instead of just kind of do it and get it done. Yeah, that's always, always a trouble.
0: Although, you know, like to to that, to their credit, like, yeah, it's a little bit done in the most malicious order. But this is uh, this is, um, you know, a story of of millennial, not millennial hate, but like uh, (laughs) families that have hated each other across millennium and. Uh, this this thing runs so deep that just killing the dad doesn't really do them any good. Also, it's a Frank f-
1: Herbert does hate millennials.
0: <laughs> he yeah. does hate millennials. He was, but like yeah, you know, it's a family feud. It's a it's a <laughs> Steve Harvey style family feud. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yeah. say that on television. Um...
1: <laughs> Show us what's on the board. Oh, is Kwisatz Haderach on the board?
0: <laughs> and then he makes that face and he looks at the audience and they're all like, oh, dude, how? Sure. How legit fucked would you be like if you're on there and he's like, all right, we asked a hundred people to tell us Dune. Tell them- <laughs> <laughs> So it's show what, me, Dune terminology? Show me the Reverend Mother. <laughs> you can't even remember. <laughs> it, it's so long. Mohayim is part of it. Mohayim something something. I don't know.
1: Is that uh, the uh, Fiddler on the Roof song?
0: <laughs> yes. Mohayim okay. to life. Uh, Yeah. So they're going to, they're going to, you know fake Manchurian candidate situation and uh, blame the assassination on someone else. But then our friend... Oh, that's other, right.
1: They had the spooky doctor.
0: The spooky doctor who's going to take care of it in, uh, instead. And they, you know, we sort of pan out on on uh, Baron Harkin and being uh, with, with his gravity suspenders. Yeah, he, he slowly floats to the surface while twirling his mustache. Yeah. And that takes us right into chapter three. All right. Yeah. So chapter three is a bit of a, a cool down episode. We've gotten... A huge amount of info dump. And now we're going to kind of talk about it a little bit. Sure. Uh, So we open on the Reverend Mother talking to Lady Jessica about, uh, you know, she was supposed to have a clam, but she chose to have a barnacle. And and (laughs) is any of this literal? (laughs) Because I am taking it literally. Remember, she was supposed to squeeze out a little girl and she decided to have a boy and she's got witch powers. (laughs) So it was a choice. Got it. Okay, so she she picked right. a boy. Right, because witches are supposed to do witches. And also, so, and so... Uh, witches Jessica's against stitches. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I wanted a boy, though. And the Reverend Mother, you know, flicks her on the forehead and is like, You dingleberry, spo- you said you were going to have a clam. I told everybody you were doing clam. I made them go barnacle. You kind of fucked us on this one with this third barnacle. Now everybody's got barnacle and nobody can do space eugenics if you could
1: if you could go if you could just go back to regular terminology that would really help me out because you know if we're going if we're going into seafood i feel like i need a little more preparation
0: all right well so also they're talking about how like you know hey for one you know that family that you know is plotting to murder you well guess what could have been avoided you could have avoided this whole situation how about a political marriage you doofus you done goofed us on this one now your whole family is going to die. And she's like, no, uh, I'm the best witch. I'm the best witch we got. Like, we're fine. Is that Jessica saying that? OK. Jessica yeah. saying, like, I'm the strongest witch, dude. We're chilling. So I'm was, the was Bene Gesserit her... monster. She's the she's the Obi-Wan Kenobi or the Mace Windu of this of these guys. Now, was her choice to have a boy predicated on the idea that she's so boss that her boy's obviously going to be Jesus? No, but we do know that she thought that he would survive the Gom Jabbar. So okay. she did have, she the, it's at least subliminally kind of in there. She wasn't like going for Jeebers. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: so she had a sin, <laughs> she had a sin of pride.
0: <laughs> yeah. She did have a sin of pride. And uh, uh, Duke later wanted a sign Tune son. into our podcast, uh, going for Jeebers. <laughs>
1: How close can you go to Jeebers without going over <laughs> the Price is Right rules?
0: We've now also done we've done two classic uh, daytime game show references. <laughs> yeah. So the Reverend Mother chastises her one last time and is like, all right, well, your whole family's going to die. And this could have been avoided if you had gone clam instead of barnacle. And then Jessica's <laughs> back like to seafood. No, so Jessica's like she brings in her son, and she's like, "Oh yeah, well, guess what? Tell him about your spooky dreams." And uh, Paul explains that he had a spooky dream where he's in a cave, playing in the water with this girl, and she keeps talking about some usul. I'm sorry, so we don't know what any of that means. Okay, okay, because I don't they, either. Paul Paul claims he can tell the difference between his dreams and his spooky dreams, even though this one seems pretty nonsensical, right? Yeah, but he says it was a spooky dream and uh, he rubs it in the Reverend Mother's face like, do you get spooky dreams? Because <laughs> I do. What is the what is the actual word that they they use instead of spooky dreams? Oh, I'm sorry. There is there's no word he can. It's uh he can tell the difference of dreams that are yet are have yet to pass like they're premonitionary. Yeah. So he had a dream about a girl in a cave and some word that you said that I didn't know. Yeah, playing in a wet cave with a girl, which is uh, <laughs> pretty risque. That's a little playing, Freudian. Playing in a, in a you might say playing in a girl's wet cave. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <Yikes. laughs> you might. I didn't. I didn't say you do. You, you might. Yeah, you might look, say I, it.
1: I was. I was taking the gentleman's route and just saying it was Freudian. <laughs> you know, you kind of yeah. just dove right in there for the for the scandal. <laughs>
0: I'm all about scandals.
1: Yeah, we're getting lewd. <laughs> we're getting blue this is, in the eyes from Spice. This is June after dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he had, a, he had a spooky dream. Yeah, and uh, Jessica and Paul both think that makes him pretty cool. And the Reverend <laughs> Mothers, you know, again, kind of calls him on their shit and is like, all right, well, every single other person who's done what you tried to do uh, bit the bit the cheese. So good luck. Hmm. Does
1: that mean die is sort of in yeah, this world where geez. you're lactose you know, intolerant? It's a,
0: it's a mouse trap reference. I thought it was oh, pretty good. Okay, I like it. I did that on the fly. <laughs> this is the kind of off the cuff genius <laughs> you can get from Rory Boy. <laughs> uh, so she's implying that what, she, what? So what is she saying that Jessica's doing that's out of the norm here? Is she the only thing Jessica did out of the norm was barnacle instead of clam? Got it. Okay, great. Uh, but because she's the best clam in the in the in the coven, they were pretty miffed that she went barnacle. Right, because they think maybe she's got some juju and she could produce some pretty pretty great clams. Yeah, herself. they thought why not have two dope ass clams instead of this garbage <laughs> barnacle and his flagellum <laughs> w- waving his flagellum in the wind. And Paul's like, I'm right here. <laughs> All right, so Paul Paul asks the Reverend Mother what she's going to do about this. Like definite, obvious assassination plot. It's a little unclear how they know uh-huh. that it's gonna be a thing, but I guess it's because you know, like a, a wolf, a wolf's gonna bite you. They know the Harkonnens don't are not happy about getting getting kicked off Arrakis, and they're yep. like, these guys definitely gonna come kill us, right? Like they know this is gonna happen,
1: but they sure. don't know about the Doctor Switcheroo plan.
0: No, they don't know anything about the Doctor Switcheroo.
1: They just know that there's probably going to be some kind of attempt on the life of sweet boy.
0: Yeah, and then Jessica, and then the Reverend Brother says, if you guys ha- want any chance of getting out of this thing, you got to teach them how to use the voice, which is their uh, Jedi mind trick, the way that you can talk to somebody and they sort of, you hack them up for a second. And they do what you want. Okay. And who has access to that power? Jessica has the voice, um, and I think there, there's an assumption that any Je- Benny Gesserit priestess uh, be like of of value can do voice. Like okay. if they're at least level six. Yeah, it's it's their main power. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: In the in the famous lyrics of, of that great eighty song, "You're the Voice." Uh, they say, "You're the voice. Try and understand it. Make a noise and make it clear." Whoa, whoa. Is that based on Dune?
0: Yeah, that's pretty, that's a Dune reference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so is this? I, I I don't mean to be flippant asking this question, but was the whole chapter this conversation with the with the the queen lady mama? Yeah, chapter three was a quick little squirt. It was cool. a tiny little one. So what would you say is like the 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 takeaway here? I mean, how's Paul reacting through all this? I mean, he's like fifteen. Is he like huh. being a little little goth shit about it? Is he yeah. just sort of going along with it? Is he just well, like a moon eyed prophecy child? He, he's still kind of proud. He's still kind of prissy. By the way, he's talking to the reverend mother. I mean, uh. She's she's space pope and he's he's being a turd and he just passed the gom jabbar and he just was told he's the only boy who did. So he's 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 high on his he's high on his own and his own brand right now. He's like all them other boys touch that spaghetti and they (laughs) (laughs) die.
1: Yeah. Like if if Paul had a Twitter right now, like what would he be tweeting?
0: He's 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 more Trump than Obama on the Twitters at the moment. okay okay. Okay, yeah. I just passed the Gom Jabbar. I'm the best <laughs> one who's ever passed Gom Jabbar. Nobody's ever done it like me. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty on par for a 15-year-old. Yeah, so. I'm not wrong about that, right? Like, he's like, a, he's 15. He's 15. He, okay, okay, cool. See, I remember things. I'm a good Noise. listener. I think you're going to find over the course of this podcast, Rory, that I'm the one paying attention to you and your words, <laughs> yeah. and that Austin is the one who's going to have to get constantly filled Austin's in. Austin's the troublemaker. <laughs> I spaced out for a little bit. What were we talking about? <laughs> I'm your favorite son. Pick yeah, me, Yeah, but I'm man. the baby.
1: I'm the baby, and I'll get all the
0: love. <laughs> no.
1: Squeaky wheel gets that grease. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Especially if you I'm a love greasy grease. little baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that grease. <laughs> uh but yeah so this was this was just like a second to uh to catch our breath you know we've had two long chapters of nothing but new words and this one not only kind of ramps up the conflict but just allows us to kind of soak in the stuff that's going on it's a kind of combination scene of the first two all right well then yeah you know i'm not put that I'm in your gonna... pocket
1: save for a rainy day
0: Yeah, I I don't want to I don't want to artificially pad these podcast episodes if we're done talking about it We got through chapter three good. That's fine. I think that I think that this is gonna be fun I I think that we stop here and then we reconnect at chapter four